0: I will never say tricks, yeah. um, because number one is you never want to trick anybody into d- doing, Great doing business. Great point.
1: And just work out, can I live without this mm-hmm. for a year? It, you can't not be productive by going to the gym. Like you're, you're, you're getting something done. To some extent, we're like sheep. Yeah.
0: We follow people. How many people do you know of at the moment that are buying cars and they're spending yeah. 60%
1: yeah. of maybe their income? <laughs> Brexit isn't directly affecting house prices no. at all. It's people worrying yeah. that Brexit It's the uncertainty, it. yeah. What's About 10 on? years' time, yeah. Yeah. what if grades are now irrelevant? Mm. Don't get wrapped up in the money. Don't get wrapped up in the money. It's mm. a nasty cycle. Because you have no <laughs> choice. Yeah. You're, you're either full in or you're not, or you're not at all. Yeah. Welcome back to The Calling Podcast. This is episode three. And today I sit down with Joe Donaldson. Joe is a self-employed estate agent who knows what it's like to hustle to gain respect and clients. We talk about forming positive daily habits which can help boost your productivity as well as property. Is it a problem that prices continue to rise? We ask how important is selling and is selling a skill anyone can master? We cover the need to change your circle so that it boosts your positive outlook on life. Here's the podcast. Let's just get started with the podcast then. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Joe. Yeah, thank you for having me. And this is episode three of The Calling. Uh, today, you're into property, right? Correct, yeah. And I sort of want to start off with what got you into property, what mm-hmm. got you interested in it and uh, where are you today with
0: it? Mm-hmm. So I came out of school, um, I was midway through um, doing my AS levels at Princeful College um, and basically decided to suck it in because <laughs> I wasn't happy doing, uh, you know, the academic work and so on, um, and you know the, the day-to-day life of school. So um, ended up working for my dad for about eighteen months. Um, done some property development and so on for him. Uh, managed some projects as well as a few other things. Um, and. Basically decided that it was the right time to make the jump. Um, wanted to see my my earnings go up. Um, wanted to take control of my own business, my own life, my you know my own hours as to what I was working. Um, so just started looking at you know local estate agents in around the area, property experts. Got talking to a few of them, sussing out what they're doing, um, looking at stuff, what they're selling, and so on. Just made contact with <laughs> a few of them, um, and now here I am today. Um, obviously sat down with the director of the company and just you know. Talked about what I wanted to do over the next two years, Um, and we just went from there really. So I mean, always been around property uh, with my dad as well. We've always been into development and so on, and it was just the right thing at the right time for me to do it. So yeah, that's how I got into it.
1: Mm. Yeah. So you so you sort of you've always been interested in property, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So so it's sort of it was a natural sort of following what you wanted to do your yeah, passion and yeah. stuff so it sort of it came very naturally to yeah, you yeah definitely what are the best parts of being involved in property in that industry and what what are some of the yeah. bad parts as well that <laughs> people never talk about okay so um, obviously I, I
0: for the people who are obviously listening uh, they may not know anything about me or anything like that um, I, I, I'm obviously um, an estate agent so um, I'm self-employed I'm an associate of the company yeah. uh, and I mainly deal with sales uh, property sales so There's multiple different reasons why people sell. Um, One of the main driving factors is um, obviously people wanting to relocate, want a bigger house, they want a smaller house. Um, All different ages of life, different walks of life, um, lots of different types of people. Um, We deal with divorce, we deal with probate, you know, death um, in the family, as as nasty as it is. So
1: you pretty much cover everything. Everything, So it never gets
0: old. Never gets old. It's always moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has a different story. Um, it's very much a people business, so it's people to people. You know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, people have their own stories and so on. So, I would I would always say that the, you know, there's not a, a single day the same. Yeah. Um, certain procedures work in in a in a sort of normal fashion um, as anything, but you know, everything's different every single time.
1: No, that, that's good, and I liked how you picked up on sales mm-hmm. because we were talking about this before the podcast. We were mm-hmm. talking about. Sales or selling in general is one of the most underrated yes, skills to have. And everybody, I think everybody should be good. Well, maybe not everybody, but mm-hmm. if you can sell something mm-hmm. and you can sell it well, every business is going to want that. Without you a know, doubt. whether you're a video production company, mm-hmm. whether you're an estate agent, mm-hmm. like anything, every business wants to grow pretty yeah. much. Every business wants to make more money, mm-hmm. more sales. Yeah. How can people be good at sales? Because you can't just be good, or can you?
0: Um, with everything, I think everyone will, to some extent, have a natural talent for certain things. Um, especially with sales, it's it's very much an experience thing, to some extent. Um, you know, you're a person-to-person thing, you know, nine times out of ten, even if it's business-to-business sales, you're dealing with people at the end of the day. Um, you know, so from my perspective on 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 sales, it's, you know making sure that you understand the process of sales uh, at the point where you need to close. Um, there's a whole raft of things. It's very much psychology, um, mm. which people don't really understand when they first get into it. So the more experience you get, the more you pick up on signs from people, Okay, the more you are able to close at the right times, if that makes any sense. So um, mm. I'm sure we'll probably you know, dive into how I deal with sales
1: and so on in, yeah, in what, what I do, because it's quite complex. What a basic... What are the best tips mm-hmm. or tricks that someone can use mm-hmm. you know because you were talking about psychology yeah because you are dealing with a person yeah. on the other end of the phone. Mm-hmm. this isn't just a robot you're trying to sell to. Mm-hmm. What are the best tips and tricks for someone trying to sell anything? I wouldn't
0: I would never say tricks yeah um, because number one is you never want to trick anybody into doing great doing point. business great point. tips um, there's plenty of them. Um, there's plenty of books out there that you can read mm. um, audio books. Plenty of good salespeople that you can listen to. Grant Cardone being one. Grant Cardone's yeah. brilliant. Um, very different sort of salesman too. I
1: mean, you get, there's all different types of people. but mm. He's quite forward in his sales approach. Very, yeah. Do you think you have to be forward when you're you selling do. something? Yeah, you yeah.
0: need to be in a commanding position. Mm. Um, you don't want to come across as the person who's you know under authority. Mm. Um, I say under authority. You need to be in an authoritative position. But what yep. you don't want to be is you know, not have that position. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to be the trusted advisor. People Mm -hmm. need to trust you. People want to engage with business with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number one thing um, that I would say is you want to be in a position where you want to do business with them, but you don't want to come across as desperate. I see. You start yeah. to come across as desperate. They pick up on it. You become needy. They start wondering, you know, what is this guy tricking me into? Why is he so mm. desperate? Why does he need my business so bad?
1: It, yeah, that's, so. A bit, that, that's a basic psychological point. It's like, if you act sort of cool about it, mm-hmm. then people are going to be slightly more intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like a beggar on the street who's begging you to buy something. You, yeah, we'll you are doubt. instantly turned <laughs> off by that. You just don't want to buy anything mm-hmm. from them. So in sales, maybe it just makes more sense to be a bit more relaxed about it. Yeah
0: yeah there's um for anybody that's listening if they do want to find out a little bit more about sales um i could um i could i could talk to you for hours about different sorts of content and so on and, yeah, wh- and stuff wh- to like read the out there. best
1: books or videos you've seen or
0: um grand cardone and um, there's yeah. plenty of books on sales and so on um it's not always the best approach in property and real estate um, but there's some very important things in there in business in general um, the consistency in terms of your prospecting and so on, um, the way you close business, the certainty uh, in mm. which you operate. Um, but, you know, in terms of negotiation, um, massively, massively recommend a book um, written by Herb Cohen. Yeah, It's called Care But Not Too Much. Again, it, he, you know, he's an amazing salesman. Mm. Um, he deals with people that have to negotiate with hostage crises and so on so like okay. these are big deal negotiations yeah you know one slip up there's like 20 people dead <laughs> do you mm. know what I mean it's not mm. something that you, you you know it's not like you're just playing around with a sale
1: or that's interesting because because if you read someone's perspective on that yeah and you know how to handle a high stress situation like that exactly then it's naturally going to flow into sales right exactly
0: so I mean there's there's plenty of content out there um, I mean any any good businessman, um, you know you can you can just look into what they've done mm. um you know you're not going to be able to grow very many successful businesses yeah if you can't sell your
1: product properly that's certainly true and have you have you watched lots of Gary Vee at all I'd love Gary Vee yeah because yeah, he, he talks <laughs> about the importance of selling mm-hmm. you know e- even if that's just flipping baseball cards which is what he did when he was young yeah and it's all it's all about <laughs> selling and yeah. he, you know he, he started like a wine company well he didn't start a wine company he did his parents wine company which was like 3 million to mm-hmm. 60 million in like a year Crazy, or a couple of years which yeah. is ridiculous
0: have you seen the um the thing with uh, Gary V at the moment where there's like people going to like garage stores and like yeah. buying couches and things and pushing them on the tubes yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, <the> fair play <laughs> to them it's amazing
1: yeah. uh, another thing is um we're talking about Grant Cardone mm-hmm. and he constantly talks about not buying stuff that you just don't need i doubt cut the shit out of your Mm -hmm. life basically (laughs) and uh what's your expenditure yeah really watch it if because most people aren't buying flashy cars today Mm -hmm. well the the really rich will Mm -hmm. but for anybody who's watching who really needs to look at what they're buying Mm -hmm. what are some basic things we can just cut out straight away
0: Really, if you can, you know, obviously you've got your everyday essentials. Yeah, um, You're going to have to eat, you're going to have to live, uh, you need to pay for, for light and so on. But there are certain things that you shouldn't be going and spending crazy money on. Mm. Um, you know, how many people do you know of at the moment that are buying cars and they're spending yeah. 60% yeah. of maybe their income yeah. on financing a car? Well, what's that yeah. getting? If, they, if you're talking from a business point of view, mm. what, what are they benefiting from that? What image? image exactly but in terms of a business I you know my my take on it and if you listen to Grant Cardone or any of these people um, who invest their money properly to create passive income Mm. what you want to do is make sure you're taking a serious amount you know a good chunk it's sometimes 40 to 60% of your gross income so that's before tax Mm. and putting it straight into a savings uh, account or you know just putting the money aside Mm. and then investing that money in a vehicle that grows that money yeah if you're going and buying a car, granted there will be some cars that hold their money well and don't depreciate. Yep. But what you don't want to be doing is going and spending, you know, sixty percent of your income on a car that's going to go down in value by fifty percent when you drive it out of the showroom. Do you that's know true. what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, from my perspective, you know, we're all guilty of it. We buy mm. things that we like to buy. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, just know, look at the podcast setup. <laughs> I know. But
1: you know, again, Will, it's it's one of them things, you know, you're yeah, this is for your business, isn't it? So For me, what I've been getting into recently. Mm is buying second hand items. Yeah. See filming equipment is expensive. <laughs> and uh it's close Incredibly to it's close expensive. to 15 yeah. to like 20,000 I'm getting at. But mm. what I regret and it's like one regret I have in life is I I just I bought loads of new equipment mm-hmm. when I didn't need to. Need to do it, yeah. And there are some things that you you probably should buy first hand like a camera. Mhm. But there are certain things that I've invested in, like cam over there, which, mm-hmm. you know, is meant to be like 900, bought a Facebook marketplace for 500. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like that. If you can save 300 pounds here and there, eventually that's going to build up over time. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you, you know, you, there are there are things you can buy online. If you want a tripod, mm-hmm. just look on eBay. Just home, yeah. phone, <laughs> go and set If you want a phone, even if you want a phone, just look on eBay. Mm-hmm. Like, you can save so much money that way. Yeah. And I also think that carries over into small things count over time. Mm-hmm. So if you're a coffee addict, if you just love coffee, <laughs> stop buying Me a included. Starbucks and Costa every day <laughs> Yes, yeah. and just make your own coffee at home. It's yeah. so much cheaper. Yeah, exactly
0: like what we've yeah. done today. Or I even, can't complain more.
1: Or even, or even like, uh, I don't know, if you're paying for Spotify even, mm-hmm. if that's £10 a month, if you really can't afford that, just use YouTube in the meantime. Yeah. Like, Look at the stuff that you're spending, right? And just work out, can I live without this mm-hmm. for a year? Yeah. Most of the time it's yes. Without a doubt, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Focus on the necessities. Obviously
0: you need to yeah. enjoy life, but yeah. I think you'd be amazed by how much money you spend on things that you don't need. Mm. And you'll end up throwing them out in 12 months. Do you know what I mean? That's true. So, yeah, Especially with phones. Phone, phones, it comes <laughs> in a cycle
1: of like two years. After two years you throw your phone out. Yeah. And it's like, where does that go? Mm-hmm yeah but then you do have to invest into yourself mm-hmm. right so as a film company i have to constantly buy equipment to get better looking videos yeah for more clients to come my way mm-hmm. right and it's the same with you with working with property mm-hmm. you've just invested into a good looking camera mm-hmm. that's going to give you good images mm-hmm. which means more people are going to come your way without a doubt and you can't expect people to come flocking your way if you don't have the more resources. value than yeah. anyone else
0: yeah exactly without a doubt yeah without a doubt mm. and you know you've got to you've got to you've got to keep on top of those sort of things you don't want to start going or losing your value or your resources in terms of what you have to mm-hmm. offer uh, yeah. potential clients so yeah it's incredibly important incredibly mm. important
1: absolutely um, let's move on to uh, this point which is what drives you mm-hmm. what, what's sort of like the main motivation I think most people can get mm-hmm. motivated on the first day, second yeah. day for a week, <laughs> but you know, if you're doing this day in and day out, day out. what's going to keep
0: you motivated? Yeah. Um. So for me, when I first started out, um, you know, to
1: some extent, it was financially driven. I think a lot mm. of people are when they come out of school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, money's a big thing. You need yeah. it. Yeah. You do need it. Anybody tells you you don't need it is lying. <laughs>
0: Without a doubt, yeah. yeah. And I think you know. I haven't earned tremendous money. I'm not saying I've earned 200 grand in a year mm. or anything like that. But, you know, once you start to earn a considerable amount of money um, doing what you do, you start to realise that it's not about the money. You know, you, you yeah. get those couple of months where you've done well. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, yes, you will be able to go and do certain things with it, uh, invest it into things, you know, it's it's worth doing. But, you know, really what you need to focus on is what your passion is. And what fulfills you in life. Um, For me, um, that is, you know, constant, um, just achieving things. You know, I set goals. It drives me. um, I mean, you know, I look at what I'm passionate at. Mm. I mean, with property at the moment, I'm passionate about the properties that I deal with. Um, But at the end of the day, I love solving problems for people. Okay. You know, I'm dealing with people on a day-to-day basis. And all I'm doing is solving the problem. And it gets them the best result. Um, So... Yeah, for me, it's it's just solving the problem and, and you know, mm. overperforming
1: mm. <laughs> is for me. I suppose another thing is coming back to the money part, of the mm. drive, is that it's not so much that you want to make huge amounts of money. Mm-hmm. It's that you want to make your own money. Mm-hmm. And if you're making money on your own terms, first of all, there's not a limit to how much money you can yeah, make, right? If you're in a profession at a certain company mm-hmm. there's a limit to how much money you can make. Mm-hmm. There's not a limit when you're a business owner. But also, you want to make money on your own terms. You don't want to be stuck doing stuff you don't love. And that that that's also part of it. Um but I think there's also a part for drive mm-hmm. in that it's sort of autonomous. You don't have to think about it. If you find the right thing yeah, that you're passionate about, the motivation just will follow. It just keeps coming. It's yeah. it's like this uh <laughs> I don't know if you know about Osho Osho is like this spiritual guy but okay. even he talks about you know if you if you really love what you're doing mm-hmm. it's just a state of bliss yeah you don't really have to worry about where's the motivation coming it. from yeah. honestly it will just come naturally and that you know you just need to try enough things mm-hmm. to find out what you love yeah you can't just do one thing and expect that to, to be to be the right thing Jesus yeah. you've got to get out there yeah. <laughs> and taste things you know it's like you know <laughs> you can think you have the best i don't know let's just take an example of you got 100 cakes in front of you you tried the first one you're like this is it you haven't tried those other 99 All the rest of them. yeah honestly so you just need to try enough enough things yeah get out there and then um you know you'll find it um talking about drive mm-hmm. gym yeah or or, st- or staying fit in general i'd say boosts productivity would you agree
0: yeah without a doubt um, I think this is something that both myself and you yeah. are quite passionate about um, I've,
1: I've only been getting into it recently going in the mornings because mm-hmm. you've been doing this for a long time mm-hmm. I used to go at night uh, after I've done all my work in the day tell me a bit like why why would someone just do it as the first thing as they wake up when they up? wake would, up in the morning yeah.
0: um, I think I, I'm a big believer um, and you know I've I've put the proof together um, you know in in my own you know individual mm. experience with it Um You know, create yourself what i describe as like a morning ritual. Mm. If you truly want to be successful in anything in life, set yourself up a routine that sets you up for the day correctly. For me, that's waking up Mm. early in the morning, Mm -hmm. going and working out. How early are we talking? Um, Well, I wake up at... Well, my alarm goes off in the morning about quarter to five in the morning. And I'm sure there's going to be some people out there going the hell is he talking about? <laughs> um no. Um I'm I'm out of the gym, six o'clock in the morning. Nice. I train for an hour to an hour and a half, mm-hmm. um, six to seven days a week. Yep. Um for me it's the consistency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I wake up in the morning, I get my workout done, me and are going, um and, and I'm 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 ready to, you know, to to kill the day basically. So um <laughs> that's the main reason that I, I do go to the gym in the morning rather than in yeah. the afternoon.
1: Yeah. See I, I started I started going pretty much as soon as you wake up you go yeah because for me it's like it, you can't not be productive by going to the gym like you're you're getting something done exactly physically and the blood's running around your body and uh if you do the first thing in your day if the first thing in your day is productive mm-hmm. then the rest of the day naturally will follow Without being doubt. productive and at least you've you know if your day <laughs> fails at least you've gone to the gym in the morning you've yeah. got it done and that that just seems to make sense for me, but also something I've been doing recently, which is cold showers every morning. Yeah. <laughs> do you do that?
0: I, I do do it, yeah. I'm not saying I have freezing cold showers every morning, yeah. but I very rarely have warm showers nowadays. Mm, it's but, it's yeah. somewhere in between.
1: Because <laughs> I, I, I used to think it's just one of these crazes, like, I don't know. It wakes you up though, doesn't it? It really wakes you up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I went, like when I have warm showers, I just sort of feel groggy through the day. Yeah. But if you hit the gym and you have a cold shower, boom, that's it. Your day's ready to <laughs> go. <awake>. But <laughs> yeah. also we can't forget sleep. Yeah. So if you're waking up at five in the morning, mm-hmm. obviously don't go to bed at one, Yeah. right? Get, get a good, I don't know, yeah.
0: seven, eight hours. Seven, sleeping. eight hours without a doubt. Because if you're doing that day in, day out, day out, you know, you're
1: just gonna burn. Yeah, it doesn't matter what time you wake up in the up. morning. You need your sleep. Yeah, and obviously, sleep's important to testosterone. Very well. important. Keep it up. Yeah, keep <laughs> it. We don't want <laughs> our voices going higher, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what, I, what I also wanted to cover, we talked about this about a month ago, I reckon, which is changing up your inner circle, mm-hmm. like your friends. Yeah. And naturally, like your friends will change over time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but is it like? Your priorities change over time. Is that why Without your friends drop? Without a yeah. doubt.
0: Um, whichever route you go in life, um, it's all down to what you want to achieve, what mm. influences you and what's around you. Um, what you don't want to be doing is surrounding yourself with people who um, are not driven and not wanting to you know, pursue their life to the best possible thing that they can possibly be. So it's just about... Becoming aware of the situation that mm. you're surrounded by mm. uh, and the effects that it has on you as an individual. Um, everybody is a product of their surroundings. So yep. never get in a situation where you are surrounded by ne- bad energy. Negative people, yeah. Negative people, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, me personally, I, I've i cut a lot of people out of my life, um, mm. it, <laughs> as bad was, as that sounds. Was
1: that like a conscious effort or was that more sort of passive? Like they passive. just sort of faded away? Passive, yeah. yeah. So you weren't like you're getting out of my life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It wasn't like, I'm done with you. Yeah. Yeah, It was nothing like that. You just sort of cut contact You start
0: to prioritise things. Yeah. Um, You know, once you start building up a bit of momentum with the things that you're prioritising and you see the positive effects that it has, Mm. um, in general, you very quickly realise how important it is to make sure you've got yourself in the right surroundings. Mm. And again, comes back to making sure that you keep yourself in that routine. Same thing, you know, setting up your morning correctly. Yeah massively
1: important because it is good to have a social life but at what cost at what cost <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah yeah you want to have friends for sure like yeah. you don't want to be this this person who just works all the time mm-hmm. but then again like <laughs> look at your friends around you mm-hmm. are they not so much serving you but are they making you a better person are they pushing yes. you to your yeah. limits if not mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to switch yeah. your friends, <laughs> right? without a doubt. Just go outside your comfort zone a little yeah, bit. That's it. That's you know, test it. things out. Absolutely. Uh, coming back to the property side, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody pretty much knows property prices are rising. Mm-hmm. They've been rising for a while now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not too. Like, I don't know much about property at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and I'm I'm pretty sure anybody who's listening doesn't know mm-hmm. much about property either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tell us a little bit why property prices are rising and like is it something everybody should be worried about especially like young people mm-hmm. are we actually going to be able to afford houses when we're older mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about
0: that Well I will try to go through things as into as much detail as I can um the property market as with any markets are incredibly complex there's so many different things that affect them mm-hmm. um looking at the market at the moment yes we've seen house prices rise rise considerably but just like any market you know the the driving factor in it is that the market goes up in value a lot of the time Mm. especially in property where you've got a lot of homeowners where they're buying you know the whole whole process is driven on getting on what people will hear as the ladder Mm. so you know first time buyers you want to buy a property that's good value is going to not fall down (laughs) (laughs) Um, to say it lightly Um, so that when they come to move um, say in 10 years, that property's gone up in value. Yeah. They then take the equity out of the home. Mm. They have a larger deposit, and they can then buy themselves a bigger home. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the whole market, the whole process, is driven on the thing going up in value. So to some extent, it's in everybody's best interests, yeah. including the you know the government. The, everybody's just analysing it as you know it's the, it's the economy. The whole thing needs to keep going up in value. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a natural process. What we're seeing actually at the moment is um, house prices are very gradually rising, mm. but we are starting to see it plateau a little bit. So okay. uh, market slowing down. Um, obviously one of the, what people are aware of is the, one of the main drivers of that at the moment um, is the uncertainty around certain, you know, political things like Brexit. Right. Um, so if you were to look at London, market in London is actually very tough at the moment. Um, mm. There's been considerable um, you know, the the market's gone down in London um, and that is mainly down to international investment um, but also the fact that those prices are massively overinflated. I mean, if you look at some of the prices or the rents down there, it is crazy. Um, So there's only going to be a one point, you know, it's a supply and demand thing. Um, You know, it's a a basic economic principle. Um, All we're seeing is London's prices coming down, slowing down a little bit and that reciprocates out because obviously Mm. there's people that are selling in London buying out in the you know countryside properties or maybe kenilworth commuter towns rugby so you know the the market is doing what it's doing at the moment it's just going through its process um the main driver around things at the moment is just the uncertainty that's out there
1: yeah because because when we talk about brexit and house prices brexit isn't directly affecting house prices at all it's people worrying yeah. that brexit it's will the uncertainty it. yeah right so, so it, yeah. it's slowing the market down yeah but yeah. that's only people's opinions on what will actually happen mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not actually brexit effect. you know it could yeah, be exactly. absolutely fine yeah right <laughs> it could be better off and yeah. uh, you talked about corrections yeah. and house prices will eventually at some point just like drop mm-hmm. it, is that overdue or, or what I think, you know,
0: the housing market is one of those fundamental markets that make up the economy. Mm. You know, yeah. if you were to think about how much money there is held up in property, you know, for a lot of people, it's their biggest investment. Like mm. a lot of homeowners that live in their houses, the majority of their wealth is in the property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's always one of these sort of things that's also held, you know, it's, it's also related to the banks because obviously it's, it's around lending and so yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I think we are probably due a correction. I mean, if you were just to look at, you know, how inflated house prices are at the Mm -hmm, moment, mm -hmm. it's such a complicated thing that no one's going to know either way as to what would happen there. Obviously, we all have our own personal views Mm -hmm. on it. I'm not Mm going to broadcast that onto a (laughs) podcast. Um, And there will be people out there who can pick up on these sort of things and they're Mm going to make an absolute fortune out of it. But, you know, there's no doubt that there's going to be certain economic drivers that will mean that we will have a correction in the market. And hmm. you know, I don't know how far away that's going to be. Okay, um, interesting.
1: And do you think it'll be quite a dramatic one, or just like a slight adjustment?
0: I'd like to think that it will be a slight adjustment for everybody's sake. You, know. you think it
1: could be quite big? Potentially, potentially, potentially. potentially. Right. Um,
0: yeah. You know, it, you know, interest rates and everything are low at the moment, so. Mm. It's it's a difficult one to go through, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I do hope for everyone's sake that maybe the market stabilises, um, and you know, the rest of you know people's earnings and so on can catch mm-hmm. up with the market, mm-hmm. um, because for people like ourselves, you know, if you to go and buy a house now, it's crazy money. You know, the sort of money mm-hmm. you need to get together to get a deposit on a house it's a considerable amount of money um so you know that will be the main drivers it's it's the rest of the economy i think and people's affordability
1: okay yeah do you think do you think we should be taught a little bit about property and mortgages or or basically personal finances when it comes to school because i I know that that. when we were at school we learned nothing about that (laughs) no it's crazy really.
0: yeah I, i don't know what your thoughts on this are but i think that you know, a lot of the, the education system in the UK um, is driven to pushing people towards you know, higher education and so on, like university, which I think is fantastic. You know, we all need doctors, we all need scientists yeah, and, yeah. and everything, but um, I do think that there's a large proportion of the syllabus and so on that they are missing out. Mm. um yeah in terms of you know personal finances and and everything you know involved
1: around that is everything's academic to some extent mm because if you if you follow the course of going to university and then getting a job, you really don't have to worry about tax or yeah. or anything like that it's it's usually just done automatically for you for an accountant in mm-hmm. the company right so you don't really have to worry too much, but then that sort of Discourages or, or doesn't give an option to those young entrepreneurs in mm-hmm. school yeah. who want to do their own thing. Like you, yeah. they're going to have to learn either online or they're going to have to actually talk to an accountant mm-hmm. about how that works, how they go forward or with I, it. Yeah. I think it sh- it would be in the best interest of the government, let's say, yeah. to give like an hour cl- hour lesson, basic tax <laughs> oh no, HMRC, crazy, how to <laughs> register, yeah. mortgage, like just basic mm-hmm. financial stuff that I think you should learn.
0: I I do wonder, you know, I don't know how the whole education system works in the UK, nor am I one to to critique it in in any way because I haven't got the experience. But I must admit that there must be, you know, the people that are putting together this syllabus um, and so on, to some extent they are probably employed. So they've never probably had to deal with self-employment, business, entrepreneurial, anything like that themselves. So from my point of view, I think that there probably does need to be people in there that are influencing that, you know, just to open it up, you know, it's going to be for everyone's benefit at the end of the
1: day, mm. isn't it? Mm. No, everyone's benefit. No, that's true. Uh, we talked about like higher education and obviously school mm-hmm. definitely pushes higher education.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to slate it off because I haven't been, I haven't really mm-hmm. tried it. But from what I've seen, it's not for everyone. Actually, I don't think it's yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's for, like you said, doctors scientists mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. go to university please yeah <laughs> and, like everybody needs a doctor yeah. right? and you need degrees you need to go through seven years of medical training mm-hmm. for that that makes sense but i think just for most people mm-hmm. it's not for them but they're just going because it's pushed for yeah, by the schools. yeah
0: it's the process that school puts you through i mm-hmm. think there's a lot of parents out there as well which say mm-hmm. you know it's always academic grades everything's driven in that aspect isn't it where it's you know grades yeah it's it's the whole process is wrong in my opinion. Mm. Um it's to some extent I think that people do need to touch on on what their what their motivation is in life and what their passion is.
1: Yeah, just just think a bit clearer. Yeah. You know. Do you need basically focus on what you want to do in life. Yeah. Then say, do I need a degree for it? Mm-hmm. If yes, then you can go to Brilliant. university. Yeah. Just think things rather than thinking in like a two year cycle mm-hmm. like start thinking like 10 years time yeah. am I going to need this yeah. is it going to serve me whereas what? too many people are thinking like in the now like I need these grades yeah. so that in two years time I can get to university Yeah, but they're not thinking ahead like what What's about 10 on? years time yeah. yeah, what if grades are now irrelevant mm-hmm. you know I think experience over grades every single time I was
0: just going to say what would you more rather do would you go to uni to potentially get a degree in uh, business mm. Or would you go and work for, say, three or four years in you know, a different company mm. every six months Absolutely, and learn from the best people in those businesses? Mm. Yeah. Like, Do you see to me yeah like, like
1: we said, obviously, there are just always going to be some people who need to go to university to learn yeah. certain stuff, right? Mm. But in a lot of fields, business, for example, you can just go and get a job straight away. Mm-hmm. Start low, get an apprenticeship, just get your foot in the door yeah. and then work your way up, <laughs> you know. But that, that goes for anything. If you're, if you're a creative, if you do photography, videography, graphic design, build your portfolio up. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go to university. Yeah. You can literally do online courses today. That'll mm-hmm. be 20 pounds. That'll teach you loads. Everything you need to know. And then you can yeah. start charging for <laughs> it, right? It's, people just need to think a bit clearer as to yeah. what they want. But like really, See the bigger re- picture. Really think about yeah. what you want in life, mm-hmm. and then you can start working backwards mm-hmm. to work out every step to get there. Get to that point. You just yeah. Need to, yeah, yeah, just just really think about what you want. Don't don't be like oh maybe I want this. Mm-hmm. I'll go to university and figure it out. Yeah, like just take a year off. That's, <laughs> I know, that's yeah. all you need.
0: You just need to get out there and taste things and just that's know, it. Tasting, learn. things, Coming yeah. back to the
1: tasting things. Yeah, absolutely. What are some things that you gain from school, though? Because you know we've been slating off a bit. Yeah. There are things that are great about school. Yeah, I
0: think you know, str- you know, right from primary school or preschool all the way up to when you leave school at say six form or mm. potentially even university as well. It's it's your character. Yeah. Um, you know your personality, mm. um, your ability to communicate with people properly, mm. have a good laugh. Yeah. Um, you know there's so many things that do come out of school and don't get me wrong you don't want to be coming out of school and not knowing how what two plus two is you <laughs> do need to be able to have some yeah. you know ability to comprehend things mm-hmm. um, but yeah it's little things like playing rugby playing sports you know working as a team with people they're really important yeah. really important skills that you need to be able to learn <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean Absolutely. Um, so for me personally it's not Getting an A star and GCSEs at maths, obviously yeah. I'm. It's brilliant that I'm that good at maths, but yeah, you know you've yeah. got calculators nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> but, no, that's true. Um, you know, for me it's more about building your personality. For me personally, and what mm. I want to do in life, and the way I see myself progressing. Yeah, without a doubt, it's character.
1: Yeah, that was something for me at school. Is that it did develop my character. And even though I'm not using the subjects today <laughs> <laughs> at all, school still shaped me in that I I was given leadership pos- the leadership positions, mm-hmm. which meant my confidence then rose. Yeah, which then led me to be more confident in selling stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's small things like this that change you. Yeah, and it's like if you're part of a school team, mm-hmm. working with the team is always going to be helpful, without a doubt. But also. There are certain people you can learn from, like teachers, Mm -hmm. can be your mentors, Mm -hmm. right? And you can learn a lot of stuff, yeah. Not academic wise, just life, life in general, yeah. Yeah, but then there are some teachers who can just drag (laughs) you down, yeah. And I don't know. Sure, we could write down uh, a whole page of (laughs) names, couldn't we? (laughs) I I don't know about you, but I've had some teachers (laughs) tell me not to reach for some stuff. They've sort of told me to aim low. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And it's like, why would a teacher ever do that? Yeah. As a teacher, you should be pushing your students to go for it as much as possible. Yeah, set it high. Absolutely. Um, Anybody who's listening to this, there's probably going to be some school kids listening to this. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are some stuff that I want want to tell them, right? But if you had to give some advice to someone in school, Mm -hmm. what would it be? Not for property or anything, just in general.
0: I would surround myself with... The right people, type of people. Again, mm. it's incredibly important. Get out there and just experience as much as you can. Mm. Don't be the kid that sits in the library <laughs> <laughs> just reading a book. Uh, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that isn't important because there mm. are people out there that do need to do that, and it's what they want to do, and mm. it's their passion um but you know talking from both mine and your perspective we're quite entrepreneurial people Mm. um and that's the way we like to operate so from an entrepreneurial point of view it's just you know enjoy your life (laughs) when you're in school yeah you 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 realize when you come out of school just how much of a privilege it is to be there Mm. um you know, just just work on, on your friendships in there, just surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, you know, if there's people that are playing sport, get involved with sport. If there's people in the gym, get involved with with that as well. You know, it's just making sure you're making the right choices and you're not just surrounding yourself with people and going and smoking weed every weekend. Or do you know what I mean? Or and just, completely... We all do it. We all love a party when we're young and, and you know, getting yeah. absolutely hammered <laughs> but um yeah you just got to surround yourself with the right people and you just don't want to be getting mm. mixing with the wrong circles
1: another thing about school is that you've got so many resources around you without a doubt like, obviously you've got the library which we touched upon, mm-hmm. but you know you've got science labs if you're seriously <laughs> yeah. into science just use that yeah. when it's not being used like you know if you wanted to do something and you're out of school mm-hmm. to do a science lab you then have to pay to use a science lab. Yeah, like it's crazy. You're in isn't it? school. Use the resources around you. And science is great fun as well. You get to burn things, <laughs> <laughs> set things on That's fire. always fun, isn't it? Buns and burners. Yeah. But yeah, like my biggest piece of advice to anyone who's listening in school is start a side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like just so by the time you're out of school, mm-hmm. you're working on it full time. Yeah. It's like, if you love selling shoes, mm-hmm. start selling shoes, like do it on the weekends, do it after school, before school, mm-hmm. just keep working on it. Yeah. You know, if you're doing clothes, you can do that on the side mm-hmm. as well as your academic studies. Without a doubt. Just, I, I don't know. I just and don't while know. you're
0: young as well, you've got no commitments, you know, yeah. you're not liable to anything. Mm. You're not paying £1,200 on a mortgage each month. Yeah. While you're young, while you're living with your family. There's no risk. Just get on with it. Just get out there, taste things, and just give it a shot. I mm-hmm. mean, did you do any work, you know, previously, when you were in school, should I say? Did you do any like pay, work? paid work. Yeah, did you get out there? Were you doing, yeah. I don't know, were your parents like paying your pocket money or anything like that? No. No? no? I think I think
1: I, I stopped getting pocket money when I was like 14. Right, got you. Something like that. <laughs> maybe even younger, maybe like 12, I don't know.
0: I mean, for, my, for myself, and I think that one of the main drivers that I do like to, why I am so entrepreneurial is, you know, when I was, you know, six, seven years old, mm. my granddad was paying me two pounds a day, and I'd go and cut all the lawns at the golf club. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's this process that you're you do when you're younger. You do something yeah. that's of good value to someone, mm. and you get rewarded
1: for it. Mm. And it's that constant process. I remember I was I was so I started filming whilst I was in school, mm-hmm. and I got some paid jobs whilst mm-hmm. I was at school, and uh, I just remember because I was so in love with the filmmaking process, I was spending more time on the filming Mm. and, like, making client work than my actual A-levels. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, what I'll never forget is there was this one geography teacher who was like, Will, if you look back at this in five to ten years' time, are you going to regret it, like, not working on your A-levels? I said, absolutely not. Absolutely bloody not. (laughs) I'm going to look back at this in five, ten years' time and say, Will... Well done for sticking to the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, teacher, teachers will... I genuinely believe teachers want the best for you, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of time, they just don't know what's best for you. They don't. Only you are going to know really what's best for you, yeah. right? And uh, I just think, just start a side hustle. Just mm-hmm. start something that's going to get you doing something yeah. other than hanging out with your friends out of school. Yeah. Like, but, but also, like, if you're doing a side hustle or even if you're writing a book it doesn't mm. have to be like money orientated like it just could be for your creativity without a doubt or yeah. even if it's just going to the gym mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah without a doubt i mean for anyone listening don't get wrapped up in the money don't get wrapped up in the money it's mm. a nasty cycle that yeah
1: because follow the passion yeah. follow what drives you fo- follow what fulfills you cuz we were talking about drive earlier and if your drive is money mm-hmm. when the money dries out If you go for a dry spell, you're going to quit, right? But if you're focused on what you're creating, Mm -hmm. what you're giving as a service, Mm -hmm. you're never going to lose. Because even if you're making 100 a month, which is like, you'll (laughs) never make that. Like, that's a ridiculous amount of money to make. You won't ever make, you know. Mm -hmm. You'll make way way more than 100 (laughs) a month. It's almost impossible to make 100 a month. But what I'm saying is that just, yeah, like focus on giving the best service you can, And that's something we were talking about earlier, wasn't it? It was, um, if you give the best service you can to someone, Mm -hmm. and if you go above and beyond the call of duty, you're going to get repeat business. Repeat business, referral business. Yeah, you don't always want to get more and more clients, and you don't want to have a whole huge list of clients. Don't get me wrong, that's good, but you want to have a good reputation Mm -hmm. so that your clients come back to you, Mm -hmm. but not just come back to you, they refer you, because word of mouth Mm -hmm. has been getting me jobs
0: and one one thing that i would say for you as well will read a book or listen to an audio book i don't know which you prefer if you Mm. prefer reading or you prefer listening listen to daniel Priestley. it's called oversubscribed
1: oversubscribed yeah
0: incredible book incredible book there's so many techniques and just in 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 the principle of it Mm. um you just you don't want to be that person that's got loads of clients and then you can't provide the right value for them
1: that's it because I've, I've been seeing you know when you look at your competitors and I, i've seen it with some of my competitors mm-hmm. is that yeah you make videos and you get paid a lot mm-hmm. by these amount of clients but your work still sucks yeah <laughs> yeah yeah quite right have you seen that as well yeah yeah few people is. make a lot of money but they just like the service they provide is just terrible
0: yeah i mean if you were to um, just going back to what i do um, at the moment in terms of obviously property sales Mm. um one of our biggest competitors in our in my area at the moment Mm. uh, is another agent their fees are quite regularly sometimes less than half of what i will charge okay um and they've got considerably about more market share uh, Mm. in and around the area Mm. but i'm very happy with that because yep. actually, what we end up doing is we take a lot of their business away because they physically are not able to provide their clients with the right type of service. Yep. When the market's fantastic, it's buoyant, it's running. Um, mm. it, they, you know, they work well because they just put the property on right move. The property sells. Boom! They look like the hero. When the mm. market starts to tighten up, like we've got now, you need an expert. You need somebody who's driving the property forward in the right light, twenty four seven. If you're taking on that many people and you can't give them the right type of service, then you're just going to lose your clients. Yeah. And that's with whatever it is you do in terms of business. Mm. You need, once you've got those, those, you know, your clients, your customers, you must look after them from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Because what they will do is they'll just go and tell everybody else how brilliant you are. And you'll get referral business everywhere. And just like you say, repeat business. It's incredibly important. Yeah. Incredibly important,
1: because people get so caught up in quality, uh, not quantity. Absolutely, but people get caught up in Facebook ads and Google ads, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, they work. Right, yeah, but incredibly powerful yeah. What I'm saying is that a huge amount of my business has just been through clients coming back for more videos yeah. because I've offered something that nobody else can do, mm-hmm. like a certain type of shot or a certain type of video or whatever. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like, like they, word of mouth is important. And people get caught up in the internet today saying like, it's the best thing. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. Right. And it does help. But you know, word of mouth is still powerful.
0: And you want to, in terms of going forward with a business, you don't want to be the 24 seven person who's chasing business. Mm. You'll burn yourself out. It's not fun. What you want to be is in a position where you are an attraction business. For me, I want to be an attraction agent. Mm. So if you're getting that repeat business and you're getting people, you know, raving fans, Mm the business starts coming to you. Yeah. At that point, you're in a much better position to negotiate Mm. your fees. You're gonna get higher fees. You're gonna have people that want to work with you. And you can just you need devote your time
1: to giving them the best possible service you Mm. can. You need to have something of value that people are just drawn to. It's like it's like when you have a cat Right, it's not Mm going to just come to you if if you like come here, right? Yeah. If you have something that they want, like food, they'll come. They'll come. So so you need to have something valuable that Mm -hmm. people are going to want, but then also have a bit of sales in there. Yeah. (laughs) Bring some straight in. Going back to
0: that um, that book that I recommended to you, Daniel Priestley, Oversubscribed. Yeah. I can't remember it exactly, but there was one one bloke who was uh, it was was like a case study in the book, and Mm -hmm. it was. A, a guy who was a personal trainer, mm. so he was working at a local gym, okay. and he was doing you know sixty hour weeks, you know having 12, 12 clients in a day, yeah, incredibly busy. Was probably earning say thirty forty thousand pound a year, and um, he he basically wrote a book. He wrote a lot of content, was able to provide it to the right type of customers. I think now he has a waiting list of, of potential clients ready to go. Right and anybody who he takes on I think he probably looks after about 20 people 12 people mm. but they pay some ridiculous amount of money and I can't I can't quote the exact figure that they mm. pay up front but like it's 200 grand or something wow. so he's dealing with less people yeah. providing them with better service mm. and he's got a whole line of people ready to come if any of them want to leave because he is the expert mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. want the expert people want the value and people want yeah. to be looked after properly and the other thing is as well they you know we're, to some extent we're like sheep yeah we follow people yeah. if they're doing the right thing mm. Do you see what i mean so you know yeah. your next door neighbor goes and
1: buys a new car it's
0: like who's got the best car i want to go and mm. buy that car yeah. it's it's
1: an interesting point because if something's really great and really of value and it's going to add to your life people are, they don't care about the money yeah just, you know, you're just going to spend it because mm-hmm. humans we are emotional creatures right mm. and we sort of buy on emotion yeah it's like when i'm buying a camera it's not like this is a logical decision. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get this camera for this 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 reason. Yeah. That you know I can back it up with that. But the reason I actually want the it's reason I think of <laughs> reasons why I need the camera. <laughs> the, the reason I actually want the camera is because I've seen a video or something or or something like that where I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like that looks incredible mm-hmm. and it makes me feel good, which makes me want to buy it. Yeah. It's yeah. just ba- But coming back to basic psychology, mm-hmm. it's like. Selling something is all about sort of like tapping into people's emotions. Without a doubt. Yeah, without Mm. a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. We're like psychiatrists, aren't (laughs) we? Absolutely. Like, yeah. But when you invest into yourself, it's a good move as well if you're buying expensive stuff, not just because it's better value, Mm -hmm. but also because it's like, all right, I'm actually doing this. Yeah. And you can't really go back on decision. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like it's like when you're a uh, there were some sort of warriors back in the day where they just they'd land on an island and just mm-hmm. burn their boats. <laughs> Cuz you have no choice. Yeah. You're you're either full in or you're not. Or you're not at all. Yeah. And I think people need to start developing that attitude. It's yeah. like you either go full in and you stick to it. Mm-hmm. You can't go in half-hearted. You mm-hmm. will lose. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. For Couldn't sure. agree more. For sure. We had loads of other... Uh, Things to cover, didn't we? Yeah. So we have here... Yeah, so we talked a little bit in the uh, before the podcast about... Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, we've talked about changing your circle. What else can you change in your mm-hmm. life that's going to bet you? For me, something that's definitely worked is go on your Instagram right now, <laughs> yeah. go on your Facebook, and look at who you're following. Yeah. Right? You may, they may have served you like one year ago. May have worked for you in some way or another, but just purge. Like, yeah. <laughs> just if you're seeing booty pics on uh, bo- bo- booty uh. pics on uh, Instagram all the time, just on, unfollow because that that's not serving you. Start switching it up to business pages. Start following Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. Start following Grant Cardone. Yeah, and soon your whole subconscious mind is going to change. Yeah, you're just going to start believing what they say. And, you know,
0: if you, you keep... If you, you keep, without a doubt, are a product of your surroundings, aren't yeah, you? just keep
1: yeah. your newsfeed positive and you will naturally be a more positive person. Right? This, is, this isn't magic. This is just basic, yeah, very basic stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. I just, don't know if I'll be able to get rid of all the booze pics now. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I might not be able to do. That's it, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, so, where do you sort of... Do you, ha- do you have any other goals other than property like in your life?
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Tell me um, them. Tell me them. We want to hear them. <laughs> um, I I just want to. I'm I'm very much a person where I don't think I'll ever be fully satisfied. So, um, I'm proud of where I, I come and I never you know, satisfied. Yeah. yeah, I'm proud, but I'm never satisfied. So, it's it's always what can I do to improve? What can I do to improve? What am I doing next? What's the next leap? You know, mm. but don't for any a little bit of advice for anyone out there as well. Don't ever get in a situation where you are not rewarding yourself to yep. some extent once you've achieved something. Okay, okay. Because, you know, we are very much, like I say, we're creatures of habits and it's yep. it's the psychology of things. What you need to do is keep rolling forward with things. So, mm. you know, hit the goal, celebrate, what's the next? You know, rethink yep. what you're going to do, re-strategize, hit the next goal, hit the next goal, hit the next goal. Mm. It's, you know, I'm a big believer in consistency. Yep. Um, you know you're not going to be successful in life with anything unless you're consistent don't get me wrong there'll be a few people that might be a bit lucky might win the lottery or something Mm -hmm. but you know in terms of business it's just consistency so um me personally um i think things you know will always change you know you fall in love with different things and you follow different avenues Mm -hmm. and so on um but yeah Yeah. i just want to get to a stage where i do make a positive impact on people um you know the world to some extent um but also have the the ability to have freedom in yeah, life, yeah. Um, both financially, but in all aspects. You know, you don't just want to have financial freedom; you want to have freedom. So, you know, if you want to go on holiday, you go on holiday next week.
1: Yeah, because because I've been reading a book recently. I think it's I think it's called like the Four Hour Work Week. Mm-hmm. But it picks up on the fact that people don't want to make money just for the sake of making money, mm-hmm. right? You want to have a good lifestyle. Yeah, that's what you're it's all about raising lifestyle. the money for, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, people don't want to make money just so they can have money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Or front, oh, I've got, you know, I've made right. X. <laughs> Absolutely, like, it's it's like, you want a nice car, mm-hmm. you want a nice house, you want a nice, I don't know, holiday home. Mm-hmm. That's what people want to spend their money on. Mm-hmm. And that's why people, you know, want to make money. Yeah. It's, it's a lifestyle, not the actual money itself. Yeah, exactly. Mm.
0: I watched, um, I don't know if you've watched it yourself, I watched a film, not too long ago, um, just to put a slight spin on things. Go on. Um, it was living in the future's past. Um, and I think people do need to really wake up to you know, certain things that are going on out there mm-hmm. that you know, we don't really realise you know, from, from individuals. But mm-hmm. if you look at the bigger picture in terms of what's happening to the environment and so on, okay. I think people really yeah. do need to wake up to what's happening out there. So really recommend it, really puts things into perspective. Um, but what it really does show is how realistically money is just a transfer of energy.
1: Oh, that's Okay, that's so That's interesting. Yeah. I've never so, heard it that way.
0: You know, if you, you know, if you, to some extent money's just an exchange, isn't it? Well, yeah. Know? So, yeah. you know, I might give you 20 quid for um, you know, some of your services. Yeah. Um uh, to some extent you're going to provide me with the services, so mm-hmm. it's just a transfer of, of energy, of energy yeah. yeah. Um and if you were to look at certain things in in life like the petrol dollar and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm. A whole economic system is driven off of fossil fuels and energy yeah and as crazy as it sounds you need to watch the film because it's quite complex and it does show in a lot more um you know detail and okay just a better perspective it cool? on it in general yeah it's called living uh, in the future's past, living in the future's past. Um, and it basically just shows how our economy's grown okay purely off of basically energy okay um, like natural is, gases yeah. and stuff like that it's, it's quite scary when you watch it okay um, yeah. but yeah it's, it's all driven off of the price of
1: of oil what I found interesting about when you go to fill your car up is uh, the reason it's so expensive is because of tax yeah I didn't well. realise it's like 90% tax that you're paying yeah which is a crazy amount because when you go to America to fill up your car it's like 40 pounds <laughs> I know. here to fill up your car it can yeah. be like 80 pounds to fill up your but car I think to some
0: extent the the, the st- well, some of the reason as to why you know america and so on are, are so powerful in in the global economy is the fact that oil is traded in dollars
1: that's true you, you, know, you have can't control change it. it yeah yeah they have yeah.
0: Over it. and i'm not going to go into detail of everything because i'm not mm-hmm. an economist but honestly anybody who's listening will i'm going to Speak to you in about a week or so And I'm going to say Will, you, if you watch the film Do you understand it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there are, What's interesting about the petrodollar Is there are certain countries Who have tried to change that Yeah And they've tried to change it into euros For example mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Actually Gaddafi himself In Libya it Is mm-hmm. Libya, isn't it? Yeah And he wanted to change the petrodollar to What was it? Something like euros mm-hmm. He didn't want to trade in, in dollars anymore Dollars anymore, yeah And And uh, Maybe that had something to do with, what, with why it was taken out. There we out.
0: go. We're going to start diving into conspiracy theories now. I do love conspiracies.
1: But, you know, it is interesting because yeah. that's what you want to do. And Look it's what Russia wants to do as well. Yeah. Which is you have control
0: over energy. You have control over everything. Well, Russia has
1: a lot of natural gas. Yeah. A lot of natural gas, mm-hmm. which is good for them. They mm-hmm. supply most, like, a lot of energy into Europe. Mm-hmm. So they're in control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I can't imagine myself living in Russia, <coughs> I must say. About yeah. taxes, do you think, like, uh, most people just agree with taxes, right? It mm-hmm. makes sense, like, you want to fund stuff like the NHS. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense to have free services like yeah. that. But um, do you think taxes are all right at the moment? Drop? Should we drop them? Should we raise them in some cases? Um,
0: obviously, I would love <laughs> to pay less tax. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I, obviously I'm a believer that you know there are people out there who can't work. You know, there's people oh, yeah. out there with disabilities. So yeah. to some extent, and you know, we have to look after the roads and so on. So without a mm. doubt, we need to road tax for yeah, sure. Yeah, tax. Fine. Um, you know, it's incredibly important in terms of the economy and mm. making sure everything works smoothly. Yeah. Um, I do think that because we do they, pay a lot of tax we pay too much tax and I think that that does restrict a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs to grow quickly well young ones for sure yeah to start out it's a, it's a big cycle it's a, it's a you know everything needs to work smoothly so yeah. if you start reducing tax or you start reducing the restrictions on entrepreneurs yeah they're going to earn more money yeah and then obviously people are saying, well, then they have all the wealth, they take all the money. But realistically, what they will do if they want to keep growing their business is they will reinvest that money oh, yeah. back into other products <laughs> and services that allow them to grow. Mm. And the whole driver of the economy is obviously the fact that people are confident and they are spending money. Mm. You know, you've just got to keep spending the money. Yeah. You know, if everyone starts holding back on the money and so on, it just slows everything up, and that's when you do have problems, in my opinion, with finance
1: yeah I, f- I think barriers should be reduced for sure for for at least our young yeah. entrepreneurs because yeah. there's too many restrictions there are oh well, yeah barriers. It, it, it's too complicated it's like you want to start a business cool yeah have you got insurance are you a limited company yeah. <laughs> are you paying vat yeah it's like <laughs> you don't want to worry about that stuff i know like VAT is <laughs> m- <tea's> great <laughs> m- m- make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. right for someone to start a business up mm-hmm. but also just well, I'd say education comes first. Let's just teach these kids about taxes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not only that, I, I genuinely believe taxes should be dropped in certain areas, mm-hmm. it, like corporation taxes. Nineteen percent mm-hmm. at the moment, I think it is. I think that should be dropped for sure. And mm-hmm. I, you know, when you hear of people like Amazon or Starbucks like avoiding yeah. tax, you know, it's it's not completely agreeable. But I see where they're coming from. Mm. If you want to, if you're paying nineteen percent of, a, it's a huge. It's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah. Amazon are making a huge amount of money, right? Incredible amount and, of money. Yeah. You know, if yeah. the, if the government is saying, you know, you have to give me all that money, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, what are you, you know, going to do? Is our, that is our profit. <laughs> that is our profit. I, say, yeah. I think I want to hold on to that and reinvest it into into the company. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that in that sense, it kind of makes sense. But you know, if you drop tax to let's say what ten percent, mm-hmm. maybe that would keep businesses in the mm-hmm. UK rather yeah. than offshoring yeah. into other countries yeah.
0: this is the thing and I'll have this discussion with my dad nonstop because um, him with his business he has incredible rates he has to pay and he sees nothing come back from it um, you know you put a barrier you create a law you create a restriction in anything mm-hmm. people just go around it oh yeah people will just find a way around it so it's more about creating a system which benefits both parties yeah and that is what will, you know, eventually I mean, yeah, you can create never. A,
1: a, you can never keep any like everyone happy.
0: No. But yeah. You've got to put the two and two together. If if you start mm. saying, Oh, I'm gonna do this, but you're getting nothing out of it, you know, people aren't stupid. There's avenues and ways around things. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's just make it so that it works for both individuals and I don't know obviously that's one of those things that will 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 be individual to each a case but it's uh
1: definitely something that's uh yeah, frustrating yeah if you make it hard for a business someone's you know you're going to find a way around it you're going to avoid the tax yeah. which i do not condone <laughs> but i'm just saying i just understand why, buying cameras I, I just i'm just saying i understand where they're coming from yeah. i see the perspective yes. right anyway let, let's sort of uh, finish it up here because we're, we're on an hour which is a good oh, amount wow. of time for a podcast yeah. <laughs> um
0: a few few listeners will be falling asleep.
1: I want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Best pieces of advice for selling something, mm-hmm. and the best pieces of advice for people in school or higher education. Yeah. Who, um, who, who, well, people in higher education who want to mm-hmm. start something. Mm-hmm. So,
0: in terms of selling, um, obviously, if it's if it's yourself, if it's a product, be the authoritative figure. Be certain in what it is you're selling. Set boundaries. Yeah, and don't be the slightest bit desperate when you've got a customer in front of who you're dealing with a customer anybody who's savvy which a lot of business owners will be a lot of individuals are as well they will pick up on the desperation in your voice so make sure you get that right make sure you're passionate about the product that it is you're selling and just keep reading those books keep doing personal development because i can dive into Hours and hours and hours of things that I've learned personally. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to talk about this. Obviously, it's nearly an hour we've been speaking. Um, and what was the other thing, Will, that you wanted to...
1: to best, piece of, best pieces of advice to people listening who are in school yeah, or in higher education who aren't quite sure about their decision? Mm-hmm.
0: I would taste as much things as you can. Yeah, Change your environment in which you are, you know, finding yourself in. Taste, find what you're passionate about. Find the drive, find the motivation, and just go for it. Mm. Go all out and just give it your best shot.
1: Yeah, because you're not going to regret you're it. You're not going to regret even it. Even if it goes under. Like, yeah. Who cares? You try. Just
0: pick yourself back up and just right. keep going. Absolutely. Life's hard. You know, life's not this cushy, easy thing. Yeah. You know,
1: you. it's a constant battle. Rejection. Rejection, everything. I think we should finish it there. Yeah. In that both me and you... You and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have been rejected countless times, you know, with me, I've been trying to cold call, cold mm-hmm. email businesses who might want videos, mm-hmm. for you, it's tr- like going knocking door to door, you Yeah. Know, do people want to sell, buy property, yeah. right, and we've just been rejected,
0: rejected, rejected. We learn to love rejection, that's, that's what I'd say, the more rejection you're getting, mm-hmm. the more, you know, the more positive... You know, impacts yeah. are going to happen to you. Yeah. You know, if you get rejected by a hundred people, mm. and you get one person, mm. you've got that one person. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not about the no's; it's about the yeses. Yeah. And you do have to get a certain amount of no's before you get a
1: yes. Don't take it personally when someone says no. Because no. if you were in that <laughs> position, you would say no to Yeah. So don't ever take it out on them. Yeah. Because it, it just happens. And yeah.
0: don't ever take it as yourself as, oh, I'm not good enough. Mm. No, they're just not ready to use you yet that's a great way you to think are the about best it. person for the job they're just not ready to use you yet
1: It's a great way to think about so it so always end it well just go okay well if you need anything in the future please do give us a call keep the line open yeah. absolutely <laughs> I think that's a great way to end the show thank you for listening this yep. has been episode three <laughs> of The Calling and I'll see you next week thank you for listening